Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna, what's up? Hey, it's me, Donna. Hey, <laughs> Don. Hey, Don. Hi. Hi. How's everybody's morning going? Pretty good? Not bad. Um, yeah, morning's, going, morning's going pretty good. Um, you now this sounds like there's a little trepidation uh, in yeah, your voice. Yeah, tell us about well, it, and then I've got some well, good news. Okay, my, my um, I, I just, little thing, I just quickly realized that I'm turning into an old man last night. I'm feeling the effects of it this morning which is I was uh, running up the garage stairs, you know, like the little two steps down from your house into the garage and then mm-hmm. two steps up into your house. I was running up those, and I fell down pretty hard. My foot slipped on one of those steps. I don't mm. remember which one. Oh. And then I fell to the ground in my house, and I was like, you know, the, the kind of fall where you're like, what the heck just happened? Mm. And then I look back, and my seven-year-old son said, I've never seen you fall before. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, Instantly, instantly from your body, when you have an unexpected fall, like on the ice, my body did something bracing, trying to stop myself. And it was in one of those instant stiff neck. I have a knot in the in my back and in my neck. And so I'm turning like an old man this morning. And I thought, what the heck? Why did that happen? And my sister said, because you're getting older now and falls are different. They're different than when you were 25. When you're 36, they just start to feel different. When you're 46, so on. So... I'm creaking around like a crusty man. Like a what? Crusty old man. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're breaking up a little bit. No. Yes, All right. But so don't we worry. Hear, I, just, I, right. I feel like a cru- man. I, man. Cru- man. <laughs> Are you there? Hey, buddy. Now he's messing with us. <sighs> Steve. All right. Well, while he's oh. doing whatever he's doing. He, did he just not. peace out? Did he just go? I've had it. I've had it. He's I'm done. All right, I'm now. Oh, hi. I'm oh, trying you did a this second one. option. I have my, I have my, 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 my three tier system. Option one <laughs> struck out. This is option two. And just tell me, uh, we will hash this out on the air. Tell me if it breaks up, and if so, I have a great uh, third option. Okay. It broke up a little bit at first. It sounded a little robotic, like you were calling from SpaceX. Uh-huh. But I and think this it's one okay has now. more of the delay. That's the that's the problem. Oh yuck! All right, I'm gonna go. Tell me when you hear me say. Start counting together. Three, two, one. Yeah, let's count together. Ready? Count. Start okay, Don. Don, you count us down. Don. Don will say three, two, one, and when she says count, we will then go one, two, <laughs> okay. three, okay. four, five. Okay. Okay. Go. Three. Two, one, one, two. Wait, wait! You had to say count. Oh, didn't we? Didn't we just establish oh that you had to say three, two, one, 
count. That's how well, I was waiting. So now it seems like more of a delay. Ma'am, can I get a three, two, yeah. one count? Okay, okay, great. Three, two, one, count. One, one two, two, three, three four, four. Oh, not bad. Five. five. Yeah. Six. Now I hear Donna after me, but do we sound like we're in sync on your end? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, You're and like, you always talk a little bit faster anyway, Steve, so I think this will work out. I'm hyped up! You know, Steve, wait until the time when, getting back to you being a crusty old man, when you look in the mirror and, like, things that were on your body in certain places before start to <laughs> shift to different quadrants. Yes, Relocate. Sh- yes, like, you, you shift to quadrants. a different part. Like, you're like, oh, when did that drop? And when did like that appear on my? I didn't even know arm. that could move left. Yeah, it's just really weird how everything just redistributes itself, and you're like, oh, it's like it's slowly sinking into the grave. You know, <laughs> yeah. our bodies are trying to get down into the earth. That's why everything's. This driving. is where we belong. It's like I want to be down. You're there. melting into the earth. <laughs> so that's gonna happen. Just to give you a heads up, uh, I do have some decent news. Um, we had another night of peaceful protest, I believe, at the Capitol. Uh, so yeah. the latest curfew in Minneapolis and St. Paul and some of the nearby communities did expire early this morning. Uh, after that second night of relative calm, um, Governor Tim Waltz has a scheduled news conference at three o'clock this afternoon to discuss um, the state's response to public safety concerns um, in the Twin Cities. Metro Transit restarted some service this morning. So that's good. Um, Great. It looks like buses began rolling out again at 4 a.m. today, um, which were halted. So this is great for the community who, you know, otherwise have no way to get around, you know. Sure, yeah. Um, And then there are plans, I believe, to resume the blue and green line light rail service, barring any major issues. But that's going to happen tomorrow. So any changes. That's good progress. Yeah, we're, we're slowly, you know, getting back to, you know, things running relatively normal again. So tomorrow's transit service will be announced or any changes will be announced by six o'clock tonight. So, well, it's good to see a headline on, um, on KSTP.com that just says nation's streets calmest in days protests, largely peaceful because the, the peaceful protests are a, a beautiful thing and an empowering thing and an inspiring thing. Um, you know the the looting and the arson that is not that's destructive and and scary and right. sort of runs counter to what um, we all are realizing we need to accomplish. And so to have some level of calm, um, that's good because then I think I don't know. It just feels like now now there's this this justice process that has the justice must be mm-hmm. served, and tomorrow will will be the uh, memorial service here. Uh, in Minneapolis yeah. for George Floyd tomorrow at 1 p.m. And so uh, that'll it'll be, I think, an emotional day statewide tomorrow. But a lot of work to be mm-hmm. done, but it's good to have some early signs of at least peaceful. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the um, headlines seem to be, um, you know, taken up by uh, vandalism and looting and arson. But I saw this story in the Washington Post um, about uh, Sanford Middle School which is in the Longfellow area of Minneapolis. Yeah, And, I mean, okay, so 
organizers, including the principal, Amy Nelson of uh, Sanford Middle School, organizers of this food drive, I mean, completely overwhelmed when donations far exceeded their expectations. They were asking for about 150 food kits. And by the end of the day, the community had donated more than 30,000. Wow. The pictures are incredible Miles because it's you just cars. see like this sea of uh of food kit bags all put together food drops drop offs just unbelievable. Yeah, so now 500 families can stock their kitchens uh with a week of meals. Um they were looking for supplies of diapers, detergent, hygiene products. Um and the principal said, you know, we had to do something. The area had become a food desert. Uh, for these families, and many of them don't own vehicles, which is uh, why I thought it was great that these, you know, Metro Transit is getting back and up and running. Yeah. So there's some good news for everybody. It's so good to have some positivity right now. Right? So true. So true. We need it. We really do. Um, We're going to be talking to somebody with um, uh, We Love Lake Street, um, Mm -hmm. that organization that seems to be doing really well people have answered you know the call to help so that's what we need to focus on now yes you know it's just yeah and it'll be good to hear too not only what's been done but also what how on a long-term basis can we be you know as a community committed to these kinds of causes because the initial rush of support is awesome is really great Um, but this will this is the long haul yep Yep, for sure. So uh, we'll be talking to Matt coming up at 1130 this morning. So make sure you're listening for that. When we come back, we're going to have some things that made us go, huh? Oh, man. Oh, I'll start with this one. Uh, if you watched your the, the Super Bowl, this past Super Bowl, on a 60-inch flat screen TV, you may have been doing something illegal. <gasps> I'll explain kind of next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thanks for playing the intro, Donna. It makes it fun. You hey, everyone. Bet, buddy. It's Steve. What size television did you watch the Super Bowl on? 55 inch, maybe. All right. You're safe, Don? I didn't. Nice, and but, you also you know, will... there is an 85-inch TV in the what? basement of my boyfriend's home. Whoa, <laughs> 85 what a dude. inches? Yeah. That is expensive. Yeah. There is a threshold for televisions. Right. You can get a 65-inch TV for, like, legitimately 350 bucks. Mm-hmm. TCL. When you cross, I believe, like 75 inches... It goes from reasonable prices to more to less reasonable, especially if they're plasma. Plasma TVs are a fortune; they're like thousands of dollars. I mean, just a couple years ago, I had a fatback TV. Oh my! Me too. You know, rear projection. Yeah. No, well, not that one. Just one of those ones that you used to have that had a fat back. Oh, thicky. Yeah. Donna Donna had one for a while too, and we we really had to just encourage her. Like you bully can, me into okay. buying a TV, like the one you used to have at the cabin. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that fat back. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that wasn't a rear projection fat back. That's an old fat back. Yeah, it's old. Fat that's what back. makes it a thicky. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's what they call me. Okay, old fat back. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Steve. Now what? What are you saying about the Super Bowl? Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it is technically. Nice 
technically illegal to watch the Super Bowl on a TV larger than 55 inches, no. but the cops probably won't bust you if you do it. I don't listen. When I bring you this, if anybody emails and says they didn't source their story, you're damn right we didn't. That's right. That's I just tell you what the internet says. It's a one line. It stops there. And you know, actually, let me be more positive. It encourages you, the listener, to <laughs> investigate and That's to right. do a little bit of a deeper dig. Right. Do our work for us. Yeah, we have one on our show. We call him Unpaid Researcher Phil. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil in MN. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Almost every cell phone in Japan is waterproof, and it's been that way for a decade. The reason? Women were so obsessed with their phones that they wouldn't stop taking them into the shower. What? The Japanese get everything. Aren't you know, ours I- now... Aren't ours waterproof? Well, like, pretty much. I dropped mine in a pool and uh, went back about 10 minutes later and it still worked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was submerged. I did yeah. not know that. I was in a uh, uh, on a on a cruise in a hot tub with former Twin Cities Live producer Mike Marcotte. <laughs> and we were sitting in there surveying the ocean. And then he's like, oh. I mean, we had been in there for probably five or 10 minutes. And then he was like, pulled out his phone from his swim trunks pocket. <laughs> And that oh sucker God. lives. That sucker lives. I think to this day it's still living and beating. Hmm. Well, if he's is, uh, using that phone to tweet from, from it is because I've enjoyed reading his back and forth with people. He's a f- firecracker. Yeah, he'll 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 let you know. Oh yeah, I like his bravery. Yes, I do too. To people, I was like, where he is. Some of those tweets, I'm like, nope. Oh, see, I I don't follow I I don't follow anyone on Twitter. I currently follow one person. Who is it? Oh, it's a former college professor, Doctor Doctor P. Doctor Thomas Parham. Just one person. Yeah, okay. I usually follow zero. I gotcha. So basically, you just want to be heard. You don't want to hear. No, I don't even. No, the only reason <laughs> I even have Twitter is for this show because we have a lot of listeners who who communicate to us. Like live and in the moment via Twitter. Yes. No, I let me tell you, the last thing I go into Twitter is to be heard. Twitter, let me just say this. Thanks for bringing it up, Donna. I have been reminded um, over the last, you know, let's say month, the importance of local news organizations. Shout out to Five Eyewitness News for, I think, doing a fantastic job of covering what's been going on in the unrest and before that, uh, the COVID-19 crisis. Twitter is a place where you can go to get misinformed in a hurry. Uh-huh. Just let me put that warning out there. I know we talked about this yesterday. It is not a great, not a great spot for that. My, and then my dad sent me a, um, a link of the percentage. They, they, they did, a, um, they did a, a research study, Carnegie Mellon did, of like the, the Twitter accounts that were retweeting the most trying to figure out who are these. The headline reads, and this again from Carnegie Mellon, a pretty... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Highly esteemed university. Nearly half of the Twitter accounts that were discussing, quote, reopening America mm-hmm. re- regarding COVID-19 uh, may be bots oh for sure oh so then you have gosh. like these bots who find some um 
information, whatever a message might be, and then they just hyper like retweet it. I don't know. I just I was misinformed. Just be careful on Twitter. Okay. Well, you don't want me to say that. <laughs> Can we sometime talk about bots? We don't have to right now, but I Absolutely. need to be informed. I don't really get it. Yeah. Okay. I don't either. Neither okay. do I. Yeah. Okay. I told you about Uh-oh. the bot robot that Samsung uses. It's yes. technically a bot, different kind, and it's to test their phones to make mm. sure that you can sit on them. Yeah. It's a butt bot. It's a butt bot. We got a thicky. You got a butt bot. Let's see what else we get to before the end of this segment. <laughs> the oldest magazine in the United States is, is Scientific American. Mm. It has been published for the past 174 years what? without any break that wow. wow scientific american let me see if yeah I they have a website I, that about. I bet they were slow to a website you know if you've been around that long you're like <laughs> i don't need the computer there scientific is american there is okay does it look it. like a good read um I like that with Dawn, Donna, we can just kind of get her like, uh, we can get her to subscribe to this by the end of the show. It's all about science. She joined that ant Like yeah. Albert Einstein have contributed articles to it. Oh, mm. this is great. Well, That's dating cool. back then, what was 174 years ago? Um, scientific. Oh, or science. Are you asking me what year that is? I don't know. But it's, po- it's like a popular science magazine. That's cool. Uh-huh. I, I like it. It was founded by inventor and publisher Rufus M. Porter in, in 1845. Oh, oh, my gosh, that's great. It was a four-page weekly newspaper. That's interesting, Steve. That might be the most interesting thing you've ever had in this segment. That feels like a uh, not compliment. <laughs> because I was looking at that like, should I even include this oh. boring, mundane, trash in my otherwise riveting uh, collection of things that make you go, huh, today. How about this? Fargo, North Dakota oh, was named one. after William Fargo. He is the guy who founded Wells Fargo. How about that? Oh. Wells Fargo. Boy, they've really stuck with the uh, the horse and carriage emblem. The for their thing, yeah. Yeah. Thought for a long time. Been updated. Yeah, 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 they're still doing it. Yeah. wonder when they were founded. I'll get this. Now, my wife has a second toe. She's a sufferer of what's called Morton's toe. Mm, but I shared cool. this with her this morning, and she, I think, felt lifted up. The Statue of Liberty, ever heard of her? Yes. Was built with Morton's toe. What do you mean? Which means Morton's her second toe. toe. Oh, I sounded like the toe built the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> he, as one man, sculpted that entire thing with his toe. So it means the second toe is longer <laughs> than the first toe. On the Statue of Liberty. Interesting. How about that? Lady Liberty. Mine is really ridiculously longer. It's kind of obscene. It's a common. Really? It's common. 10% yeah. of the population. That's it? 10? 10% oh. of the population has it. I feel like I hang out with most of them. <laughs> Me too. A lot of Morton's toes in my circle. Hey, you guys. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, did a really great job describing white privilege on his show last night. We're going to hear from him when we come right back. Oh, and don't forget, it's June. We've got new listener rewards. Uh, we've got a chance for you to win $500 from AARP. Sweet. Well, I'm interested in that kind of money right there. That's a big prize. Uh, you can get the app or you can stream online. Either place will let you get 
registered. You can see all the prizes and our listener rewards on the app or at mytalk1071.com. May I just mention that AARP has a really great magazine. You've said this before. Yeah. What's what's in there? What are the what I sort mean, of articles are in there? There's like celebrity interviews. Sometimes you'll see a celebrity on the the front of it. There's um, financial information in there. Supplemental insurance info if you're on um, uh, Medicare. Um, there's just really good articles, and it's just got a lot of useful practical it's not your info. Mom's AARP. Correct. Thanks, They've Dawn. made it more modern and. Yeah, Useful. super modern. There's movie news, um, just all sorts of stuff. TV news. Do, can I ask a question about that? Hey, okay. Do you have to sign up for that, or is it just like at a certain point in your life, they, they know? <laughs> they start which... sending you mail, and I don't appreciate okay. that. Okay. So if you cr- cross a certain threshold, whatever that number might be, then they're like, okay, that person is now this old and we're going to send them this. I think it's after 40. I started seeing mail from AARP. Wow. Not only that, but you start getting catalogs for like old lady clothes. Oh, <laughs> I haven't reached that like, threshold yet. Like flowery house smocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, like to see you in a flower garden, smock. Garden gnomes, all sorts of things. Your grandma's but, cruise outfits. That's what we're talking about. And then, yes. And then um, when you join, like, because you, if you join... They send you like an AARP card, and oh, then you've you get, joined. Um, I have, but then I forget to renew. Um, yeah, and then they send you. You know, what your, do you do with the card? Is it like, oh, AARP members get a discount at certain places? You damn right. Okay, that's like my mom with AAA. I mean, this oh, this woman, yes. I've never seen someone <laughs> so proudly flaunt their membership <laughs> as my mom flaunting hers of AAA. Oh, God, yeah. Hotel oh, rooms, discount. you get discounts yeah. on it. Hey, everybody, everybody come with me car. to the hotel check-in. Yeah. yeah. You're going to want to see this. I'm going to need to meet your mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are. Uh, you in, from you the in, same cloth. Yeah, in many ways, you guys have similar traits that just remind Go me of ahead, one another. Tell Dawn about the checks. What? Well, they they do a couple of things. First of all, they do, and we will get to what happened last night in the world of late yeah, night television absolutely. regarding uh, the the death of George Floyd in a moment. Um, the they they both have bills night, so they essentially are setting up. I, I would pass my mom's room. There would be a card table set up, <laughs> and she would be writing out all of her bills. And it was just like, oh, it's the bills tonight, and there would be envelopes everywhere papers everywhere as one by one she went through and filled out checks and to my knowledge she still does this to this day also donna's donna's uh binder of mm-hmm. here's how you do it you can open you might open a cupboard in my mom's house mm-hmm. and on the inside of it there will be like some sort of an info sheet she has this near her coffee pot of how to start the coffee pot because it's a bun mm-hmm. and she will listen you only know it's a bun coffee pot because she tells you it's a bun coffee pot they <laughs> brew the coffee very fast full description so when don you mentioned that at donna's cabin she's got the binder of like here's where you find this here's where you find this i can't it's- wait for you to see it steve i mean it's an endless source of entertainment <laughs> I have- she has I know this is this oh. is not the cabin binder. This is my work binder. Oh my god! So it's this has... just as big. <laughs> so what's in this binder? What is in this work um, binder? Tips. I have a section tabbed off for Pipsy. Oh, these are some that are like twenty years then old. Then I right? have some of them. Yes. Then I have how to. Then I have endorsements. Then I have um, all sorts of stuff like interview questions. Like generic, fun, like Facebook questions to ask. All sorts of how to do um, some of the things. Can you give me one for how to do this show? Because nobody <laughs> really did that. Actually, I don't have That's one That's right. That. Nobody did that. <laughs> Clearly, that I don't so have true. one. 
Anyway. You know how you usually get orientation when you start a new job? Um, Don did not. Don just got to start the job. <laughs> you had to go back and listen to the old show to try to figure oh, out. I'm oh. still working on that, too. But I know. Oh, boy. God. But anyway, we digress. Um, lots of people talking about what has been going on. The state, not just of our um, community, but communities all across the country. Um, it's not going unnoticed by anybody. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel talked about white privilege on his show last night, and I think what he had to say was pretty spot on. People who are white, we don't have to deal with negative assumptions being made about us based on the color of our skin. Yes. It rarely happens, if ever. Whereas black people experience that every day, like every day. And please don't tell me you don't ever make assumptions about people based on the color of their skin, because I just, I don't believe it. We all do. I know I have, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I have. And so imagine if you can, how frustrating it must be to have to prove yourself to be something other than what people assume you probably are Mm -hmm. every day, sometimes multiple times every day. White privilege doesn't mean your life hasn't been hard. It just means the color of your skin isn't one of the things that makes it harder. Amen. Mm-hmm. They just nailed well it. Well said. You man. know, it, it, I want to go from that to um, this. Um, there is um, a kid who shared his mom's unwritten rules for staying safe, and he did this on TikTok. And it's absolutely heartbreaking because. It's true. And he's 18, correct? Yes. Okay. Don't put your hands in your pockets. Don't put your hoodie on. Don't be outside with no shirt on. Don't be out too late. Don't touch anything you're not buying. Never leave the store without a receipt or a bag, even if it's just a pack of gum. Never make it look like there's an altercation between you and someone else. Never leave the house without your ID. Don't drive with a do-rag on. Don't ride with the music too loud. Don't stare at a Caucasian woman. If a cop stop you randomly and start questioning you, don't talk back. Just compromise. I mean, mm. but you could still be doing all those things and be targeted. I right. Mean, not doing any of those things. But but yeah, that's really heartbreaking. I heard you guys. Um, there was an ABC special on last night yes. with moms. And our friend Twyla was a part of that, you know, kind of moms raising uh, black men. Um, and it's just heartbreaking to think, you know, you here you are, you have a, a newborn baby and it's a boy. And then you feel scared for that child mm. just because you know that he's going to grow up and he's going to be not a baby anymore and going to be a, a young man. That's targeted. You can't, you know, mm. walking out of a store, you need to make sure you have a receipt. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality that uh, black men face. I keep uh, thinking back to um, the email that our uh, frequent listener, frequent emailer, Omar, sent us just recounting what his experience has been like. Even in the last 12 months, here are things that have happened to him, including being asked to pay in advance at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um and being questioned by police and, you know, because someone calls and says that it looks like there's suspicious activity, which very sadly to some people might just be seeing someone that doesn't look like them outside of their house. And then it's like suddenly suspicious. And I, I, it was very eye opening and heartbreaking to hear that because it's those sort of little day to day things that that black men encounter 
that I would I would never that I I have never and it's as Jimmy Kimmel said there and kudos to him for for being you know brave enough and open enough to say he has made assumptions about people that don't look like him and I have done that and we have all done that and and we have to it's it's almost important I think to say that out loud mm-hmm. right that there yes. we do have prejudices in our heart that sometimes get fleshed out and sometimes just get harbored internally either way they're bad right. and uh, we need to say that and admit admit fault so that we can actually effectively grow right absolutely um there there is a blackish episode that's going to re-air from 2016 yeah. right they're actually going to re-air um uh two of them likely the most poignant one will be but i believe it was, it was 2016 saw this on the hollywood reporter um, they aired an episode that dealt with police violence um, against the black community, and um, they they're now bringing it back. Obviously, because of the times, they say it's been more than four years. They posted this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. More than four years since we made Hope, which was the name of the episode, an episode that was inspired by conversations I was having with my own children. The creator says about the countless examples of systemic oppression happening around them. It's been 1,562 days since we first shared that episode with the world, and it breaks my heart on so many levels that this episode feels just as timely as it did then, Mm. and eerily prescient of what's happening to black people in this country today. So ABC has made the choice they're going to air that. They're also going to air a Juneteenth episode um, that will follow as well. And and it could be useful television, especially for parents with... um, with some older kids to sit down and watch this. If you've been Absolutely. struggling at all with how to sort of enter the conversation, this could be a good way to do it because as I understand it, um, the, the, the basic gist is that there are two different approaches that are being promoted in this. Uh, so Anthony Anderson's character is saying that we should just give them an un- unvarnished look at this. Let's just show them right. everything. Whereas uh, Tracy Ellis Ross's character is saying, well, wait, I think maybe we should be painting more of a hopeful picture mm. of where we yes, could go. Right. And so Interesting. it's yeah. So anyway, that's going to be uh, that's going to be airing on ABC, uh, which would be, I believe, next Tuesday night, six days okay. from today. Uh, let's wrap this up with um, an interview. Just a, just it's about 30 seconds long. And I think uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was on The Tonight Show, um he kind of sums up uh, racism and shining a light on it. Uh, he, it's a really interesting metaphor. One of the lines that stuck in, in my head uh, when I was reading uh, uh, your piece was, you said that racism is like dust in the air. Have you ever been in a room uh, and it's really dusty, but you can't see it until you, you shine a flashlight and you see all the dust smokes in the, uh, in the ray of light? They were there the whole time. But you didn't notice them until uh, the light turns on. I think that's uh, that's what we're dealing with. Racism and and bias in our criminal justice system it has been there ever since the founding fathers, and something has to be done about it. Isn't that exactly mm-hmm. right? It's like a good now analogy. that we're shining a light on it, we could see it. Mm-hmm. And you see it, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to. It's gonna. You know, it's it's the beginning, but it's gonna be a long road. I have bad news about my Hollywood Reporter article that I just shared. Mm. Oh, the no. episodes aired last night. Well, 
but wait, <laughs> let us not lose hope that you on could still demand. see this. What about on demand? Yeah. Who's got on demand nice now? Nice save, Patterson. Thank you. Nice save. The episode, if you're looking for it, is called Hope. There we go. Oh, All right. I love that because I don't think people plan in advance as, as far in advance as we used to. It's sort of yeah. just like what's happening right now and in the next. Yeah. And tonight, you know. Yeah. So. Right. All go. right, there you go. When we come back, um, if you see something, say something. Steve, you saw something. Donna, I did see something. Um, one thing is that Blackout Tuesday, which we talked a lot about yesterday, happened to kind of backfire on one specific sports team. We'll handle that. And then uh, a reminder not to throw pickles at people. Okay. We'll explain coming up next. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna and Steve, we just uh, just uh, saw something, so we're going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, a bunch of NFL teams joined the Blackout Tuesday uh, movement online yesterday by just posting blank, all black images on Twitter. We saw this on Instagram. But uh, it kind of backfired when people started calling them out on turning their backs on former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. So the 49ers got the worst of it. Naturally, they essentially gave him the boot after he sparked that uproar in 2016 by kneeling during the national anthem. Colin claims they also conspired while uh, with other teams to keep him out of the league, but they denied. So his former teammate, Eric Reed, who took a knee with him back then, got on Twitter, called the 49ers hypocrites for jumping on the bandwagon and essentially blackballing Kaepernick. So after the Niners posted that all-black image with the caption, hashtag Blackout Tuesday, um, Kaepernick's former teammate, Eric Reed responded, quote, I think you meant Black Ball Tuesday. Then he followed it up by tweeting out the dictionary definition of the word hypocrisy. So the 49ers CEO, Jed York, it's worth noting, did donate $1 million to help minorities a few days ago. And another former teammate of Kaepernick's uh, wide receiver, Torrey Smith, he offered some support saying that he had never heard the owner uh, to not let any of his players kneel. But Back to Eric Reed, the guy who was tweeting yesterday. He said, you never heard him say don't kneel because you never knelt. He begged me not to kneel. So that was a little bit of the uh, of the backfire. Now, I will I will say there's, there's I think there's like a, a, a righteous indignation on behalf of Eric Reed there of like, wait a minute. So now, and that was what we heard a little bit yesterday, some of the backlash of like, you, you can't just let that check the box and be like, hey, I posted on Blackout Tuesday, right. and now I'm a part of the solution. Like, that's it's good, but it's not everything, you know, that needs right. to be done. Um, but, however, I think, you know, it's also important now that we um, we show grace to each other. Everybody's sort of at a different part of this journey, and to show grace for what has happened in the past and acknowledge that and hopefully move to a better place. But it probably would have served the 49ers well to have more of a more of a vulnerable, open, authentic, transparent look back at what they've done that Absolutely. may have helped this land a little bit better. Right, mm. right. And it's always an opportunity if somebody is trying to make an effort to do better. I wish there would have, I, I want there to be a dialogue about, yeah, that was then and now I know better. 
Yes, or and I've right. learned from I've my learned mistakes. from this, and it's resonating with me on a different level. Right. At the time, mm-hmm. I d- it didn't feel that in my heart, and now I do. And I've learned from listening. And so now we're going right. to change. That's right. what's most important. Can I uh, just give you a related story that kind of irritated me? Yeah. You had mentioned that Nickelodeon was going to go basically off the air for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, and it would just be um, a, a black screen. With the words, I can't breathe, right, for eight Mm -hmm. minutes and 46 seconds, which was the length of time that uh, the Minneapolis police officer had his knee on top of George Floyd's neck. Uh, And those are the words that he said. And there was the sound of just breathing. So they they did this yesterday and um, they posted a message after the moment passed that... um, they had it on their iconic orange color that read, you have the right to be seen, heard, and respected as a citizen of the world. You have the right to a world that is peaceful. You have the right to be treated with equality, regardless of the color of your skin. You have the right to be protected from harm and justice and hatred. You have the right to an education that prepares you to run the world. You have a right to your opinions and feelings, even if others don't agree with them. Hmm. They ended up getting complaints. Oh. Parents calling out the network for airing what they did, claiming it scared their children. Nickelodeon is standing by its decision to air it, um, saying, unfortunately, some kids live in fear every day. Mm. Um, Other people praised the network for airing what they did. Um, Somebody wrote, those of you saying this scared your children are wrong. There's far scarier things on TV, the news. Uh, your problem with this is the fact that your kids are now asking questions you don't mm. want to mm. answer. Right. Mm. That's, yeah, that's good. Somebody else added, let's be real, Karen. You're not upset that Nickelodeon scared your kid. You're upset your kid is now asking you questions you're not equipped mm-hmm. or comfortable answering. Imagine for a second the hard conversations black mothers have with mm. their children. Every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... I just had to say something. I mean, they announced that they were going to be doing this, right? I mean, if you've got real little ones at home who didn't, they wouldn't have understood that. They wouldn't have understood that concept. So that's above their uh, ability to comprehend anyway and be scared. So it's the really, I I believe you're right. The real conversations that people don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I saw that. I had to say something. Thank you. You know, the, it's worth noting, too, that there there did seem to be a lot of people who supported what Nickelodeon was doing. Now, a lot of people that were like, essentially, those replies that you just read, Donna, which were like, okay, Karen, just, yeah. you know, you have to have the conversation. Um, but uh, some other people that were applauding Nickelodeon. So it's good to see that, too, of people saying like, wow, they're they're siding with what is what is right. And you're right. It is a it's sort of a, a sleight of hand way of doing it for their audience, for Nickelodeon's audience, because as Don mentioned, some kids are too young. They would never process. They would never put that together, much less some of them wouldn't even be able to read it. Right. And then if they could, it's not It's not a, it's it's a shocking thing and it's a, a sad thing to watch for, for those of us who have seen the video, who are very aware of what has been happening. But for other kids, it would more than likely I would like have them turn like, hey, what's what is what do you think this means? What is this? Sure. And then it would open the door for you. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Kudos. All right. All right. Don't throw pickles at people. Okay. All right. Who's wasting good pickles? That's a great question, right? Most people like pickles. There was a guy who had a pickle and then he threw it out of his window. No. 
and he hit a Vermont agency of transportation worker who was working on the side of the highway. The large pickle hit the guy in the back and, according to the police report, caused him pain. Keep your pickles. Eat your pickles. Don't throw your pickles. And even a kid would understand that, right? This has been a public service announcement from the Donna and Steve show. We'll be right back with music news and a dirt alert. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.